Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Got> right on. <laughs> My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hey, everyone. Hello. And we are super excited because we had a great day on the water the last couple of days. Oh, yeah. What did you see yesterday? Yesterday, I had uh, the most notable thing was a pot of six orca that uh, were, were kind of funny because we were watching humpback whales and we look off in the distance, maybe a little bit more than a quarter mile away. We see some dorsal fins popping out of the water and they were kind of not small, but not really big. So I was like, oh, look like Rizzo's dolphins. And then my crew was like, oh, no, that doesn't look very Rizzo-y. So we get closer and closer. And I was like, wow, this is really weird. <laughs> what are these things? Turns out it was uh, six, uh, six orca, no mature males, but uh, looks like it was like one sprouter. Yeah, it had a thick dorsal fin. Yeah, it's for sure, man. Yeah, and then one larger, one larger, uh, well, not larger, but one female, and then uh, a bunch of uh, jubies. Aren't they Adam's super rare? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> CA one thousand eight hundred forty. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, when I put the pictures up, Adam's like, "Those are my super ultra rare." Uh, transients and I'm like are you positive I'm like look at my pictures look at your pictures he's like I'm 22. positive oh yeah he's only seen like three pods so yeah <laughs> so he's like yeah those are the CA-122s and I guess the original uh, the matriarch 122 herself is actually no longer around but uh, this is this is the pod this is uh, who's left and yeah it was pretty interesting they're 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 tiny not a tiny pod but tiny individuals yeah they're not very big whales when i saw the video go on um, social media yesterday i was like i wonder if those are the 122s they're all really little yeah. whales another neat thing about the pod it seems like uh they all have really big eye patches too so was, mm. they're really neat looking did they kill anything they didn't kill anything actually it was kind of one of those i'm almost glad they weren't in hunting mode because they're just traveling so we saw them off of carmel bay and it just kept on going up and kept on going up kept on going up to the one point where they were actually Moved at a high rate of speed, porpoising, but still going in a straight line. And then later on, when uh, we handed them off to the rest of the fleet, they were having a harder time with it. So we got there at the right time. Well, uh, there's this interesting, like, three pieces of the... There's, like, three ridges in the canyon right before Carmel Bay, um, depending on how far out you were. And it's real easy to lose the whales there. I don't know what it is about the, the bathymetric qualities of the area, but, like, I've lost killer whales right around Carmel Bay so many times. Mm-hmm. Because they, they can either follow the canyon in, they can keep going on a straight line, or they can go southwest. Yeah. I've lost killer wells in Carmel before, too. Yeah. Leaving, like, exiting Carmel Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and the day before that, we had the CA-51s. Mm-hmm. And how weird is it that you have, like, one pod, then they leave, and then another pod comes in, and they leave? I yeah. feel like that happens they know. a lot. I think they know. It has to be, there has to be some correlation. I wonder how, I also speculate a lot, like, do they meet up offshore somewhere? Yeah. Like, it's always, it comes in like a wave like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually does, if you mm-hmm. think about it. It does. Mm-hmm. And then so, one thing, just Caitlin just said, yeah, it kind of makes me wonder, like, if they met up offshore, it's like, the 122s, you know, it's like, why are they so rare? And, but this year, what, two sightings at least? Mm-hmm. Well, one but, here and one down in yeah. Santa Barbara Channel. And I'm just wondering, before Adam saw these super ultra rare animals, <laughs> when was the last <laughs> sighting, you know? So Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was... You remember? Oh, you've seen them before? Well, no, when Adam saw them. Oh yeah, but yeah, but who's before, seen before Adam, that? yeah. Before that, are they really? Might so, have been a year before. 
Wow. Super ultra rare. I know they were around in that really big season in 2016. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't remember if they were cited in 2000. Even like Slater's, that 199 that we thought was George. We talked about that don't today. I don't remember, yeah, when the last time they saw that whale. It's funny because I was asking John today. I don't think I've ever seen 199. If there's any whales he hasn't seen in a long time. And he was like, I haven't seen CA 199. And I was like, hey, we just saw that whale not too long ago. Yeah, I haven't seen CA 45 since we cited them one time in 2016. We sighted them 14 miles offshore, uh-huh. and they hadn't been seen for 8 or 12 years before that. And then last year, there was that CA-10 that popped up, mm-hmm. and then I guess that's like a once a year or maybe every few year whale that shows up. And I think CA-24 Where do they is like go? that, too. Yeah. Dude, I still think they party off the Oregon Coast I think they the go time. offshore a little bit, yeah. too. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, it doesn't take much to be out of our range in the perspective of a whale, If they could right? sit out 30 miles off the coast and yeah, be out of our we range. we would never see it. Another thing, you know, we keep on thinking, oh, you know, we here in Monterey, we see more orca, and, uh, you know, Southern California, we don't see them as much. But come to think, like, habitat-wise and food availability, is like Channel Islands. That'd be such an mm-hmm. ideal place for well, and an orca, you know, the rookeries. Well, and south down the coast right now from wherever they were because they're following yeah. either the stellar sea lions or exactly. the California sea lions headed to the breeding call. Like we the all big fat males yeah. going down. Like we all talked snow. earlier, it seems like Oregon's kind of like a dead zone with not many whale yeah. watchers. You just never know who's crossing through there, hanging yeah. out there. Yeah. Well, and like I always think we see the killer whales <clears throat> in Monterey again. They get a little uptick in the fall in September and October because that's when the males are back from breeding. Yeah. So maybe they're following the males down offshore to the Channel Islands now because they're all hooked up getting ready to go to breeding. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a bunch of rare. Oh, yeah, so CA-10. N-25, that was another one that showed up twice last year, and they're like, I never even heard of the whale. We saw yeah. it in the big season in 2016. 2016, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. That year, I think 90% of the transient killer whale population checked in to the bay. Yeah. Like, That's pretty we cool. Also that had was a the, big year. The whales right before I left um, to San Juan Island. Who were they? The ca 40, I don't know. I haven't asked. Was it the 27s? <laughs> no, it was 46? some low numbers, and then Richie was there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Yeah, I forgot the number, but A bunch yeah. of random numbers this year. Yeah. Which is cool. You know who we haven't seen for a while is Jagged, the 216s. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen her group for a long time. She's yeah. like all female types, and yeah. sometimes Fat Finn travels with her. Yeah, I saw her in front of Moss a few years ago, but I don't remember I any recent appearance. I haven't seen Fat Finn for a while either, actually. Don't, yeah. say, don't say that. No, he does that. <laughs> he comes, he'll show up for like four or five days and then he's gone for a couple months. I miss his buddy Chopfin. He used to always be side by side with him. That's, I never saw Chopfin. Tear. Tear. I was out on the water one day when he was reported, but it we, all of a sudden we got socked in fog like uh-huh. as soon as we got there and we never saw him. Yeah. We never could confirm. He was a good whale. Well. Him and Chopfin, there are days they'd be side by side showing really well. They were good. He was a good whale. Yeah. Today we had... Um, a mom and calf humpback whale. Oh, cool. Humpback whales. Uh-huh. And it was in the fog, so <laughs> it was really exciting. Actually, it was cool. We were watching the mom and calf, and then they ran right into a pod of northern right whale dolphins and white sides. And then oh, cool. I was like, everybody, like, you know how the dolphins kind of, like, circle, like, really tightly, like, really quickly, like, they're mm-hmm. chasing food? Mm-hmm. Well, then I was like, well, they just caught, like, ran into the, the whales. Uh-huh. So I was like, you guys pay attention. They might start, like, sometimes they get the calf, you know, playing. Yeah. And 
sure enough, like the calf kind of no, didn't spy hop, but it like lifted his head up a lot more and then kind of like rolled. That's and cool. Then it, yeah. So there, and then a bunch of northern right wheel dolphins popped up right real close to it. Is this that extra white calf on the bottom? Is it that one? There's one calf out here that's still white on it. It was pretty dark. Um, but yeah, so they played around for a little bit, uh-huh. and then we they kind of then they it was actually like not even five minutes they were together, and then they split off. They both went complete opposite directions. One went north into the canyon, and then one went down or headed south. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed with the dolphins for a little while longer, and then um, ended up the other uh, another. We passed the humpback calf off to another boat. They actually had to find it because it was in the fog. <laughs> the fog. Yeah, um, and then I guess it was doing some breaching. Such a weird. And then I was watching you guys. I, I noticed that here in Monterey, it was uh, the, like the nicest day ever. Then I looked for offshore. I was like, oh. And I heard you guys complaining on the radio. I was like, wow, that's weird. Yeah, it was really foggy. Like, Everybody really, really foggy. Everybody kept saying it was good. The fog was coming. You know, they were like, it's been too hot for too many days. The fog's coming. Yeah. You can literally see it, like, over by the mall, like, rolling in in the higher yeah. parts. Yeah. Of- when I went to Whole Foods just now, <laughs> yep. um, we could see it. It was just coming into the parking lot there. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. You it was cold it, and windy, too. A straight line from, like, the point to Marina. Yeah. Straight fog. across. Yeah. Yeah, so, so today was nice. Um, I did a not whale. Well, I did a whale thing on land since I didn't get to go whale watching this week. <laughs> what did you do? I went with my friend Brian and Emily to teach middle schoolers about whales at summer school oh, yesterday. That's right. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> What'd so, you teach them? Um, we just kind of like winged it because we didn't really have a whole lot of guidelines from the uh-huh. teacher. But I like made this video <coughs> loop of a bunch of videos of like baleen whales and then odonaceids. Um, and they were actually, when we got there, they were like fourth through seventh grade. Oh, so wow. It was like quite a wide Little kids. range. Little uh-huh. kids. So we like made them get up and move every 10 minutes or so. We'd be like, swim. Like, how do you think a jellyfish swims? Or how do you think a <laughs> fish swims? Or like, let's pretend to be krill. Or we lined them all up in the classroom. And we're like, this is how long a whale is. Like, it was pretty fun. They had lots of questions. Uh-huh. It was really cool. So. That's fun. cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that picture of you guys doing that. Where'd, yeah. you, get, where'd you get those shirts? <laughs> we both happened to buy that humpback whale shirt at Old Navy. Oh, how funny. And then I was, <laughs> they were like, we were prepping the night before and Brian was like, I'm going to wear this whale shirt I have. And I was like, wait a second. Is it this whale shirt? And I pulled it out of my closet and he was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah we'll I have, I have, I have that shirt too. I have, you do? Yes. <laughs> I have a different sh- version of it, but I have the Old Navy shirt. I have a, like a super nice button up that has uh-huh. killer whales on it, and mm. it, it ripped, and I was so no! sad. It was like one of the coolest <laughs> button ups I ever had. Yeah. yeah. So then Emily really was feeling like she had some FOMO, right? Like she was like, "I want a whale shirt too." They didn't have one at Old Navy, so we were trying to find them last night. There was really like one left at the one over here in yeah. the Marina. Brian yeah. found another humpback whale, one that's filled in. Yeah, that's, that's one blue. I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now you and Brian have matching yeah. shirts too. <laughs> We'd be twins. I'm going to call him next time I want to see him. Yeah. Wear that shirt. Yes. So that was fun. It was really hot. I'm trying to think what else you saw. <laughs> other than what? I saw a shark the other day. Oh. Did you see uh, Eric Maylander's photo of the great white shark with a shark bite on it? No. Wow. That's intense. Really cool. Yeah. I, it almost didn't look like shark, like the way that uh-huh. it was like rake marks. Really? Yeah. But but then you could see that it dug in. Did he say um, it was a shark or was it a sea lion? Because sometimes the sea lions fight back. <laughs> no, the, the the mouth would have been huge. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's it that was big? like a shark. It was like wide. Oh, like God. Shark. I got to yeah. see that. Look it up real quick. Facebook? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I guess there's a lot of sharks around. Yeah. Up by uh, Aptos in that area. Well, you know how we always think Aptos, I guess. 
uh, some locals have been saying they're off of uh, uh, Marina State Beach. Oh, really? And you know how oh, it's yeah, really high up there? there? Yeah, I thought about just like hanging up out there and just looking down since it's uh, so easy. I don't know. I can't see it. What are you looking for? What? I don't know. It's really cool. Hopefully you guys can find that photo. Cause Did you find it? Uh-uh. No. Big shark. It's like, I guess it's like 10 feet. It's, not, it's actually technically still juvenile, right? You said till like what? Yeah, like till about 14? 11-ish or so. Oh, then they, oh, okay. 10, 11-ish, yeah. That's when their teeth start changing and the diet starts changing. Yeah. Then they start biting their friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who I want to see this summer? Who? Hook, the blue whale. Yeah. Hook I've, is a famous whale. Where have you seen Hook at? I've seen Hook back. Uh, I've seen him off of Orange County when I was at Dana Wharf. I've seen him over in Long Beach uh, by the rigs when I was uh, we were working for the aquarium. And I've seen him uh, in Big Sur. And I've seen him also like more north towards like the SoCal. I've seen him everywhere. And we're up not on the coast. We're not talking about Captain Hook. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blue whale that uh, we don't know if it's a girl or boy, huh? I don't think so. Well, this whale, yeah. half of the fluke is actually like, how would you? I would say disfigured. Like yeah, yes. I would say, I don't think it's a bite. I think it's a disfigurement. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think it's some kind of like, or, yeah. Yeah, it's too clean. It's like a hook looking. instead of, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a sickle. The, what did you describe yeah, it as like a sickle, sickle almost? Yeah. It's like the leading edge. So like towards the front of the body is there. Like the She's yeah. missing the whole top half. There, but yeah. then the whole back half of the fluke is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen... I've seen it all over Southern California, and then I saw it up here. Yeah. Um, I think it was either last summer or the summer before. I think it was last You might have been with me. Summer. Yeah, we might have been yeah. together. I think Which is so we cool, had both it's like, our boats out. All three of us got to see it. Mm-hmm. It's over like 500 miles. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. That's why I love telling people, especially for like people like us who've worked everywhere, traveled everywhere. It's kind of neat to see, to tell people, yeah, I've been like six hours south and seen the exact same pod or exact same whale. Shows you how much room they really need, you know? Yeah, and how much more they're spreading out, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, the between talking about Hook and then there was actually some killer whale news from the Atlantic coast. I was thinking maybe we should talk about yeah. famous whales in general. Yes, I saw the video. I've seen it every day for the past few days. It keeps getting, <laughs> it keeps getting shared. Yeah, so the video we're talking about is there was a killer whale sighted um, off the coast of Cape Cod um, swimming with Atlantic white-sided dolphins, which is newsworthy for two reasons. One, because they don't really see killer whales that often off of the eastern seaboard. And two, um, it's pretty rare to see killer whales swimming with other dolphins. Um, And I think no one's confirmed the ID that I've seen, but I think a lot of people are speculating that it's this killer whale called Old Tom that they see off the eastern seaboard and all the way up in the Bay of Fundy. Um, A couple people I know have seen him. Um, This lady, Joanne, who works at Hyannis, whale watch cruises out of Provincetown and then this other lady Shelly who works up at Briar Island whale watch and seabird cruises so Provincetown is down in Cape Cod and then Briar Island is all the way up in the like on the south end of the Bay of Fundy so like that's a pretty big area like you're talking Nova Scotia down Mm -hmm. to Massachusetts yeah um and they don't really from what I know, they don't really know much about him. Like, is he transient? Is he resident? Is he offshore? But he is seen swimming with dolphins. <laughs> that's that's cool. so cool. And that's, that's not the that's the second case this year in different areas because they just had the northern residents swimming with Pacific white-sided mm-hmm. dolphins. Mm-hmm. That is, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, not chase, not hunting, but just like swimming. Just, yeah, like, just you know, bow together. riding like white tides yeah. with a blue whale, but with yeah. a killer whale. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's so cool. Pretty awesome. So there is another old Tom killer whale that's famous that is actually from Australia. Yeah. Um, they The last sighting was like 1930 is when he washed ashore dead, and they have the skeleton at the Eden Killer Whale Museum in Australia. That's the one I always thought you were talking When you mentioned that yeah. name, I was, that's the one I was thinking about. He was like, they thought he was like one of the leaders of a pod of killer whales that would help herd other whales into a bay so the whalers could hunt them. Really? Yeah. Wow. And there, I've heard that kind of line of rhetoric several yeah, times. Yeah, I've kind of heard that, a story. Like, killer whales Re- would help recall the a story about that. Yeah. They do in, uh, where is it? It's in Alaska, right? They, or no, they bring the, they, they chase the narwhal somewhere. And then really? the, the natives use the killer whales to, to pin them in a cove mm. or pin them somewhere. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Did they talk about that in that book at all? No, this is something else. I think it's in a documentary on like Netflix. Because I know like, the whalers, there was some sort of benefit where the killer, it seems to the whalers. Might have been they did something like that. That the killer whales would like get a benefit of getting some of the meat or something. Yeah. And then like that was their deal. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's kind of cool. <sighs> There's another famous Australian whale. You guys know the white one. The white one. Migaloo. Migaloo. I want to see Migaloo. I want to see Migaloo too. too. I've met people who've seen Migaloo, two people, but I know. I've never actually seen it. But that whale's doing surprisingly well for her. A, I'll possibly. Wait, have they confirmed that Migaloo's albino? I don't. They have photo. So. They've swam with it, so I mean, yeah, people have swam with that whale. I think we talked about this before, but yeah, animals usually with that condition usually always have other issues that make them not yeah. too viable, and also like being bright white kind of makes you like, uh, hey, look at me, eat me, and yeah, with some other animals, you know. It's... But they think he was born in 1986. Wow, so he's pretty old. He's in his 30s. That's old. I mean, for a whale that potentially like could have other health issues, <laughs> like skin, like skin, like he, yeah. he exactly. made it all skin the way issues, through yeah. maturity, and he's been an adult whale for quite a long time, and hasn't really had an issue. Um, he so he's an Australian humpback, which means he goes down to Antarctica for feeding season. So maybe maybe that's part of why he doesn't really have any as many issues. You know, the water's pretty murky and blends in the ice and. Could be, yeah. Maybe he doesn't have as many problems down there. Speaking of the skeleton uh, uh. from Australia, I didn't. Well, I went in the whale museum in Friday Harbor, awesome. which is really cool. Yeah, they, got, they have cool. killer whales. They have um, some dolphin too. Yeah, they have like there. I think they have common dolphins. They have like minke whale bones, um, gray whale skull. But I actually went in the center for whale research. I didn't mm-hmm. go in that building the first time, um, and they have. One, they have a full, it's like a wooden dorsal fin of a male killer whale. Uh-huh. And I stood up next to it, and it's supposed to be like a life-size one. Uh-huh. Um, it's as tall as me. I mean, it's a little, it's a little shorter, but it's still really crazy. When you go back, take a picture. That'd be cool. Stand then, up right next to it. <laughs> another thing was they have a, a head of like a big male killer whale or something. Uh-huh. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the teeth are huge. Yeah. I didn't know they are that big. Oh, yeah. You know, How long are the teeth on the killer whale, you think? Like six inches? Mm, maybe not that long. Bigger but, one, yeah. a little bit shorter yeah. than that, right? Maybe well, yeah. at I least four or yeah. five. They were big. Well, because they go down in yeah. the gums and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, whew. I have a picture of me. I think it's somewhere on my Twitter of like holding my arms out, like I'm kind of holding this mounted killer whale skull at Cal Academy, and yeah, it's like the face is longer than my arm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's what it always takes for you to stand up. You know, human I, for scale. Yeah, <laughs> we always like get pretty sad about strandings and stuff like that but i think we talked about yeah how me and slater have been to a few strandings you have been to a few strandings mm-hmm. and it's, 
that's like the few chances you can really get, uh, you know, to feel the, the true size of these animals. Yeah, get a yeah. sense of just how big it is. Like that blue whale up in Point Reyes, like, yeah. you know, juvenile. It's like you're still sitting there like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, chatting with Asha DeVos one time about like how big is a blue whale, right? Because that's like what she does her research on. Yeah. And um, when she was at UC Santa Cruz, uh, almost adult, full-grown adult washed up in um like in san francisco somewhere Mm -hmm. and she went up there and she was like the whale was kind of on its side and so she just like she felt like the whale was like towering over her dead on the beach she was just like it was it was still so mind-blowing to stand right next to it and not realize like how big it was there's a few places luckily uh i know i don't want to say the cabrillo aquarium back in la a little aquarium there have they have like a top of either a blue or fin whale skull i think outside that a lot of people can stand next to and i know the la natural history museum has its bone warehouse but that's not open to the public so i wish more of that was available to the public so people can just the skeletons you know just amaze people when cheryl and i went to pinasco a couple years ago there's like this empty lot down by like the shopping area yeah and there's fin whale skulls in the empty lot just sitting i was like okay so i just like sat on the fin whale skull so you could see how big it was i was like what the heck yeah down in baja laying around yeah there's certain places where (laughs) just bones everywhere there's a taco place that has a gray whale full articulate skeleton on like its roof (laughs) yeah oh and duh right here over at uh seymour center long marine lab oh yeah blue whale skeleton yeah front there long marine lab so I, I just googled killer whale skull, uh-huh. and you can one you can buy one for a thousand dollars, but two a northern right whale dolphin skull is for sale for three hundred fifty bucks. Uh, are those replicas? They're those I, replicas. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna assume, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna assume they are. But it's probably that company Bone Clones. They make good stuff. Or skulls unlimited. Northern right whale. Yeah. But anyways, I want to show you. But the northern right whale dolphin skull kind of looks like common dolphin teeth, huh? Oh wow, that's really neat. Yeah. It's like a bird. Yeah, it doesn't even look like one. Yeah. That's so interesting. I thought that'd be a bird if I, you didn't tell I mean, me. they do yeah. really, ha- really have like a thinner, more delicate Yeah, head. you can do see Do they have it. a lot of teeth? Mm, they probably do. They're going after little fish. I think they messed up on that. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of looks right that. to that's me. That's like a pterodactyl. Oh, that's a lot of teeth. Looks like a common dolphin. Yeah. Look. That's what I'm saying. Look, yeah, that's like a thousand teeth. Yeah. Not really a thousand, but. I don't know. I don't know. Google how many teeth they have. They have. Well, just oh. think about it. It eats small fish. Yeah. More teeth. More little teeth, the better. That's the actual number. That's there's a couple hundred in there. I won't say. No, yeah. <laughs> there's a million teeth in there, right? Um, <laughs> they have 37 to 54 pairs of small cone-shaped teeth in each jaw. That looks like more than that in there. 37 to 54 pairs. Oh, pairs. So up to 118. Oh. It still looks like more. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other famous whales do you guys know? Um, Remember Patches? Patches, the Pacific. The bottlenose dolphin. Oh, I know patches. Yeah, a certain California people know patches. Patches has been to Monterey ever? No, because he's, no. he's no. offshores are no yeah not a common thing here. I thought I heard that it's been seen in San Francisco, but I think it's San Diego. I think I have no idea. For historically, sure they, I think they might have gone up there, but probably pretty offshore in some warmer currents. Uh, we just talked about iceberg the killer whale not that long ago because there was a sighting in Korea, Japan, 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 Japan yeah, Hokkaido, Japan. Yeah, Remember, there was that incident where they couldn't get any yeah, closer. Yeah, they, they couldn't, they couldn't closer. go because yeah. Japanese Don't waters crossed yeah, that line. Like that. Yeah, Russian was it um, Russian waters. Russia, yeah, I think maybe? it was Russia. Yeah. Oh, the Japanese were in the <laughs> Russian waters. They were well, iceberg swam into Russian waters, so the Japanese boat could not follow it. Oh, <laughs> funny if the whales knew. It's like, hi, come look at me. Yeah. Here. He's Here's like, the line. He's going back and forth, and, and both <laughs> both side researchers are stopped staring. 
He's doing like what what uh, Fatfin does, just zigzagging one mile oh. in each direction. Seems like a lot of our. I just realized a lot of our famous whales are miscolored whales. Casper, our little Casper, yeah, little Rizzo. Rizzo I, I feel cool that I've seen that one twice, yeah. and like in and not just like in a week, but like once, you know. Two thousand, I think two thousand eighteen yeah. was a good year for. Her. We saw what Casper like four or five times, I think. Yeah, almost. and then we saw it in two thousand seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. Do or you 16? guys know I haven't seen him? Yeah, well, you haven't seen a lot. So. Hey, you ever seen a letterback? <laughs> you seen a letterback Slater? Really? Again, you're so mean. Um, it's funny because one time, maybe two times, one time for sure, I was on the water, uh-huh. but we were with BBC filming for Blue Planet Two, and they were like, "Nope, it's not part of the storyline. We don't want to go look at it." I was like, "But it's so interesting." It's so neat. They were like, nope. "Someone did that to me, and I wanted to see a tufted puff, and they said, well, it's not a whale.'" And I was like. Oh. <laughs> Okay. We were like less than two miles away from the pod, and I was really just like, please swim by us, please swim by us. We were looking for common dolphins instead, and I was like, this is lame. Um, so, Iceberg. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, JJ the Gray Whale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, JJ. JJ the Gray Whale. Did we talk about I feel like we talked about that during. I think briefly, yeah. Gray I Whale season. We did, yeah. Gray Whale, what, or Gray Whale. JJ was a Gray Whale. 1996, that, I think it was. Was it a calf or no? Yeah. yeah, it was a calf. It was a calf that was found rolling in the surf that had lost its mom off the coast of San Diego. Dang. Yeah. And then they brought it into SeaWorld. SeaWorld, yeah. And they actually. Kept her for 14 months. Yeah, and raised it up and then let it go. Yep. And It'd be so cool. If they, yeah, they wanted to keep track of JJ, but... <laughs> the, yeah. Um, the the lot, how long did it last? It like, not even Not even. Minutes. I think it hit the water and fell right off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah They're like, you, no, catch that thing. If you listen to... It's not like you're going to hold on to yeah, his tail. Jim talks about if it. If you listen to Jim Sumich talk about it, he was one of the people that was like... He was there doing, when they dropped in the water? Yeah. yeah. He was doing studies on her to get a bunch of metabolic information from her while she was in captivity and he was there the day they released her and he saw the guys trying to mount the satellite tag because they put anchor pins in her back to mount the tag oh with gosh. like a couple weeks before hoping it would heal it closed and like hold it in her in her yeah, like a piercing body yeah and he <laughs> saw them like pick up the anchor pieces and they were not healed over and they just he he's sure they just slipped right out as soon as she went in the water yeah Dang. You know, a lot, I just realized, if you really think about it, a lot of these whales who are famous, I mean, they really do bring attention you yeah. know, to it these animals. Yeah, a huge deal. Right now, Rod was talking about it. Um, there's that humpback in uh, Alamitos right now, mm. up towards San Francisco, pretty far inland. They say it's not looking too good, but every time they, they shoot, put a picture in the paper, it's breaching or it's got its head out of the water. Really? Yeah. Well, it's like Humphrey. Yeah. Do you guys remember the story of Humphrey the Humpback? This is almost the exact situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. I remember having a book about it when I was a kid. You can still Never find heard it. of it. Yeah. So he Are was you, a humpback whale. I never heard of it. You never heard Oh, way, I feel I'll buy, I'm going to buy you the book. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not reading it. To San Francisco Bay. I'll read it to you. <laughs> Only if it's an audio book. We'll later read it. Read <laughs> Even a kid's book he won't read? <laughs> so he came way into San Francisco Bay, and then the first time he got stranded yeah, on the it was beach the second when time. the tide changed, and then he came in again. Yeah. Did he strand twice? He came back yeah. twice, then, yeah. He um, went way up the river. Yeah. Way And up. so I had, like, a little kid's book that, like, talked about how the boats were, like, coaxing him back yeah. out into the ocean after he was refloated. And, okay, yeah. I heard about this one. Yeah. You can still I'm find this kid's back. book, yeah, especially in the Bay Area. In fact, uh, you know, I just, I should have bought it. You know that antique mall over at Cannery Row? Yeah. You know how it's obviously a lot of locals will dump their stuff there? Yeah. there was, someone had the, the newspaper clipping when he... 
Aww. left the bay, I was like, oh, I should have just I wonder if that. my mom has that because I was really fascinated with that kind of stuff as a, when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, you know who actually worked with Humphrey and like has recordings of him and lots of photos and videos of him is Tom Keefer over at um, oh, Save the Whales. Oh, yeah, Save the Whales. Yeah. He talks about during their school programs in the area, they, um, they have a little section about Humphrey the Humpback and stuff. It's pretty uh-huh. cool. So, speaking of, like, newspaper clippings, another whale I followed, like, religiously when I was a kid was Keiko. Oh, yeah. Everyone Keiko knows Keiko. Killer. Yeah. Keiko, a.k.a. Willie. Yeah. Free. Tell, Willie. <laughs> tell everyone the story about Keiko yeah, and so, Mexico, Mexico and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, he's an Icelandic killer whale that was at a marine park in Mexico, and he was not doing very well health-wise. He had, like, a really bad skin um, rash and he was underweight and he just he really wasn't doing well and the facility didn't know what to do with him so the oregon coast aquarium somehow got it in their heads one that this whale was available and two that they wanted it so they renovated their facility and trucked him from mexico to oregon in a container truck (laughs) which i thought was fascinating and people would line up on the highway and like have their little parade as he went by that's why i thought it was so interesting my mom would be like look at the newspaper all the people were lined up on the road when the whale went by i'm like there's a whale in a car (laughs) (laughs) and um funny and not funny when he got to the oregon coast aquarium um his skin condition cleaned up really well and he gained a lot of weight and so um they started to work with him more he was used in the movies for free willy and then um, I think in the first Free Willy, you can still see the skin irritation around yeah, his pectins, actually, because yeah. he was still getting over it. Yeah, you can. And then when his skin condition cleared up, um, they started to see if they could like put live prey in his pen and what mm-hmm. he would do with it. And he got interested in it and would actually catch it. So then they started to think, maybe we can put this whale back in the wild. Like Maybe he's a sea pen candidate. And so they ended up doing that, I think, off the coast of Norway, though. Iceland? It was up there Norway. somewhere, North Atlantic. Took, I, think, <laughs> I feel like it was in Iceland. Yeah, they had that big old sea pen. back to Iceland. Yeah. That's where and, he was captured, though, right? Yeah, he was an Icelandic killer whale. Yeah. And then they would, like, take him out, do walks. They'd, like, take him out in the boat and have him follow the boat around and, like, take him out of his pen. And then they were hoping that he would start to, like, acclimate to the environment and then maybe hear other killer whales in the area. And one day... I think one day he saw killer whales and was kind of interested in it, but then didn't go for it. And then another day he saw killer whales and just like went with the pod. And so they were like, bye, good luck. But he ended up dying not that long after. And he ended up coming, like still coming back to people. Yeah. I remember the final yeah. days he was still, um, there was like a pretty good documentary on it. Right. I just, I just don't recall I where I saw so. it. Yeah, they they showed the whole There's rehabilitation a lot of process. Out there about him, though, he's a really well. And still to this day, a lot of controversy because still, you know, people are always talking about releasing things and the proper steps to take. And they're like, "Oh, you know, Keiko was a waste of money. He did it all wrong." So it's still yeah. Very I mean, con- he still contracted pneumonia, which a lot of captive whales contract and die from. But you know, how much more enriching was his life at the end there, being out in the wild, getting all that stimulus from the natural environment? Yeah, I don't know. But that movie itself and Keiko, I mean, think about it, it's how many kids it's inspired. You talk to like every naturalist deckhand out there, even some captains like, oh, yeah, I loved that one as a kid. Yeah. Even if they don't want to admit it. <laughs> Speaking of captivity, Canada banned cetacean captivity. Yes, they did. So there's no more dolphins or 
dolphins in captivity. So what are they going to do at Vancouver Aquarium with like Chester and stuff? I think Chester. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume what it means. It oh. Don't well, they have other like belugas or something there too? I'm not sure what's left there. Uh, probably what's gonna happen with any if there's any marine parks that have animals, I'm gonna assume they just can't breed anymore. So which, no, and no more acquisitions. But I thought they animals. already did that. They already said that they couldn't breed in captivity anymore, and somehow they keep having one. Yeah, Chester actually yeah. passed away. Oh, he did. I remember talking to one of our Canadian buddies about that. I'm not sure what's still left over at Vancouver. So maybe just no new acquisitions and what they have. Is, I know it's it. no breeding. Yeah. And then another thing that happened in the Pacific Northwest was the so they wanted to cull seals and sea lions, mm-hmm. and that was it didn't pass. Oh, good. Yeah. On my opinion is if you have to kill predators to balance the prey, we're, <laughs> so, we're managing the prey. Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> the humans are taking too much, so we need to, you know, yeah. let things go. So what about some other famous whales? Speaking of Northwest, Granny. I never saw Granny. Rest in peace. You I did, don't though. know if I did yeah, or not. I got to when see I was her. A kid. I got to see her. You know, she's kind of a little female. I just remember looking for that dorsal fin, and it's a perfect, perfect, like almost like a per a human bite mark in the middle of back of her dorsal. A nice little crest. Yeah. In fact, that was one of the few times that uh, I know. Is it a human bite mark? It does look like that. It's like a per- almost like a person's bite mark. Not my bite mark. <laughs> Like what it looks like when you bite an yeah. apple or what? I remember the first time I saw her, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much all of J-Pod just like heading into Canada. I remember some of my photos have the Canadian oh, flag man. in the background, yeah. How cool is it the first time you see the residents? Were they like in a line? Like the trailers and like... They were pretty much eh, more like side by side. Oh, really? But I remember looking at one photo. Like parade. It yeah. was like the best way I feel yeah. like to Just see like them. one frame you look and you count it. You count like, whoa, there's like 12 dorsals in here. <laughs> I hope I get to see the residents um, in September. I hope so too. That'd yeah. be fun. That'd be good for your. That'd be a really good trip if you guys got to see residents. Yeah. What about some other? The residents are pretty famous, actually. Yeah. Just all Pacific Northwest. I mean. Yeah. Because that's where the captive industry worked, right? So yeah. Like Moby Doll. Yeah. Moby Doll had a cool story. Yeah. She was shot with a harpoon. Well, you guys know this. And tell then, <laughs> well, she was shot with a harpoon. Uh huh. And then, well, it wasn't a she, but that comes later. <laughs> so and then she survived. And so they were like, well, we'll just keep it in a tank. And they put it in captivity. They what put a it, great they idea. put it in, a, well, they put it in a pen, I think, in a cove, right? Uh huh. And then, um, I don't know, I forget how long they kept it, but isn't that crazy? She, first off, she survived a harpoon. Yeah. And then lived. And first off, like, why would you think that'd be a good one to I show know. off with a big old <laughs> scar probably somewhere in the back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> I guess it lasted quite a while, but then it ended up dying, and they and they thought it was from like just some sort of you know disease, yeah. that she acquired. Ended up being um, once they did like the autopsy on her, was it lead? You it said? was a they found a bullet in her, Ugh. so it was not only shot with a harpoon; it had been shot with a bullet before that, probably. Good Jeez. gravy. <laughs> yeah, but she, she was a, or he, and then so it ended up be. So obviously, once they had it in captivity, they were able to look at it, and they found out that it was a male. Hmm. Um. And then, what's it called? That was the second whale that was captured, actually. Mm-hmm. And then the first one, what was Namu? I think Namu, yeah. Yeah. And that one didn't last very long either, no. right? No. Namu was in a sea pen for a while, and it was a... Didn't he only go on display one day? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it was like only one day or something. But that, that book that Slater... 
I know. It's, I got to stop referencing. Yeah. It's crazy. That, it's a good book, but I, I just so like it. It's, it's so much history because most of us are so used to bio, bio, bio. This is more, you know, history, which yeah. I love. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really, I, that's why I like it, I think, because it's yeah. history and it's not super science y. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like all the things that took place and with killer whales yeah. Yeah. and humans. It's good to have yeah. a different point of view every now and then. That's why and I can't then, wait to finish it. There's like four other famous killer whales that ended up in captivity on my list. So it's Orky, Corky, Lolita. And Shamu. Yeah. There's it, been many iterations of Shamu. Yeah, and they keep on that. changing those names. Yeah. I think I told you guys where they came up with Shamu, right? Namu, yeah. making the girls to put SH in front of it. Yeah. And then Corky. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, That's they, a notebook. Yeah, they keep on reusing these names. Corky, I mean, was actually the original Corky actually passed away. They always just. In 1970. Yeah, just give yeah. him a new name. Corky 2 yeah. is an A pod killer whale. Yeah. That is. Did it die or is it still alive? This I want to say the uh, the second Corky is in Florida it, oh, now. No, lives or at San Diego. Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, I remember Corky as a Corky too is still alive. A kid seeing Corky and Orky or one version of them when I was yeah. a kid in Marineland. I grew up over there. Yeah, Orky too was caught the <clears throat> year before Corky. Yeah. And then they lived in the same marine park for 17 years. I remember a story. Is it in this book at all, Slater? Orky and Corky were held in the same facility, and they were starving for, like, months because they weren't eating. They wouldn't oh, eat. it was it a mom and a, a son or something? It was a male and a female, and one yeah, convinced the other one. Yeah, so, okay, so that's, they don't say, they don't call it by Orky and Corky, but yeah. basically what was happened is, it, one, it was, they were transient. Yeah. And what happened was they weren't eating, they were trying to feed it salmon fish, or yeah. cod or Dead something fish, like that. Yeah. yeah, and so they wouldn't eat it for, like, I don't know how long it was, like a they month or more than that. dying. And usually when things like this happen, the mom is the one that, like, forces the, you know, the kids to eat or to whatever. Eat. And so, actually, what happened was the male brought it over, brought the, I forget what fish it was, but brought it over to the mom, and then they both went down to the bottom and split it in half, and, and then they ate it. And then but they isn't that cool eating. that the male grabbed, yeah. I mean, it's sad, but, yeah, yeah. and then they, they and then he went back, grabbed more, and brought it down to her, and kept doing yeah. it, and they kept eating. Yeah, I remember mm. whoever was telling me the story was like, their ribs were visible at this point. Like, they, if yeah. they didn't eat within the next few days, they were toast. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then that's when they were like, wow, they're way more complex than we thought. Mm-hmm. And then they got like super sad about it because they're like, this is crazy that that's sharing, you know, maybe with the other was, one. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't a talk. Maybe it was Rick O'Berry's film or something. He talked about it or something. Uh, Flipper, the bottlenose dolphin. He's in, another he's, famous They talk one. about Rick O'Berry in the book too. Yeah. yeah. And they talk about Ken Balcom. They talk about a lot of them. A lot yeah. of the researchers are, or um, conservationists. Yeah. So Flipper the Bottlenose Dolphin's another famous whale, cetacean. Famous was cetacean. it actually, where was there it? Was, it's in Miami or something? Florida. Florida. Yeah. There was quite a few flippers, like especially yeah, when I'm, they I'm did sure. the show. I've never learned the history, like yeah, of the original flipper. Yeah. It really is, it was six different In ones. the show, I, I don't know about, before that there was one original one. It'd be interesting to learn. I love that movie. I mean, no matter what, I'm always going to love that there movie. There you go. He says the movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. He eats Cheerio, or what is it? Not Cheerios. Um. Spaghettios and he he burns his toast on the wall with like a blowtorch. So, so me and Slater always <laughs> always always discuss this every time we bring up Flipper to, to the younger generation. Flipper is a, a show. Well, no, it was it, it was a show. The older generation is a show. The newer generation, it's a movie. Yeah. So I was like, well, I like the movie Flipper. <laughs> and then I told him about the the newer show version that had Jessica <laughs> Alba in it, and no one believed me. I was like, no, there was. Oh a yeah, new- we googled yeah. it one time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, Jessica Alba was in a flipper show. I was like, what? I was like, I swear. <laughs> I know another famous dolphin from Aust- Australia, Jack, the Rizzo's dolphin. Jack was actually, uh, let me think where he was from. Or was it New Zealand? I think... That was, uh, yeah, New Zealand. Uh, yeah, I think New Where's Zealand. Pete? I, I think Pete said that uh, last yeah, time. Yeah, we need to talk to Pete again. Pete, tell us about... Pelorus? P- Pelorus? Jack? I don't speak New Zealand. I don't it know. Was, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it wrong with my accent. What's this sea lion's <laughs> name in Cabo? Oh, the one that steals fish all the time? The one that, yeah, and then it gets uh, on the back of boats while they're driving and, like, sits there. Carlos or something? Char- I, I don't know, know. I don't yeah, know yeah but there's a, there's a sea lion that, I mean, it's... it's not the best thing. It actually. Yeah, it, but that New Zealand dolphin is is uh, Rizzo dolphin's pretty popular too. I remember Poncho, the sea lion. Poncho. Yeah. Was it Poncho? Yeah. yeah, he like grabs Dorado. Like there's a video of him grabbing. Oh he yeah. He jumps up and pulls the Dorado. This guy's like getting his picture taken yeah. in the back deck of his boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you find anything on that Jack? Yeah. Um, Jack, the Rizzo's dolphin, used they. Old sea captain said he used to escort them through. Yeah. Cook Strait in New Zealand, which was like really sketchy to navigate, um, from the years 1888 to the years 1912. They have records of saying that this dolphin guided them into the harbor, which is pretty interesting. Um, and Rizzo's dolphins can definitely be identified as individuals. They're very recognizable. So um, he was known for escorting ships into Cook Strait. And he, they, there was something about oh, him being shot at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it says here in 1904, someone aboard the SS Penguin tried to shoot Jack with a rifle. Despite the attempt on his life, Jack continued to help ships. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, there is some folklore saying, however, that Jack no longer helped the SS Penguin into the harbor and shipwrecked in 1909 in Cook Strait. The curse of Jack the Rizzo. (laughs) Oh, and he was one of the first... Um, cetaceans to be protected by law because of that. So, following the shooting incident, a law was proposed to protect Jack, and he became protected by the Order in Council under the Sea Fisheries Act in 1904. Uh, so. Another whale we should definitely bring up, you mentioned the name, but we forgot to actually talk about her, Lolita. Yes. And her real name. She's a L-Pod whale, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. I want them to release her with in L-Pod. Her, isn't her mom still alive? Uh, yeah, there, there's family that's still alive that would. Yeah, no. I think she would be a good release candidate. She's a, so she's a resident sure whale, would, and would... she's in the same pen as P- Pacific white-sided dolphins, isn't she? At I Miami Sea Aquarium, I think she shares the pool with dolphins. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, she wouldn't eat them either way. No, but... no, and the dolphins wouldn't be afraid of her if they could if they had lived in the wild too and knew what a resident was. Scary. But, yeah, but they always show. What like, do you guys think? How do you feel about that? Would you want her to be released? I think she's a good. I think it would be cool. It. Like, I mean, I don't know. If her health was proved good enough, which I heard the last time someone went to Miami Sea Aquarium that has observed her, it sounds like her health's declining. But if she was healthy enough to go out into the wild, I think she should. But it has to be like uh, she has to be acclimated, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you can't just like dump her yeah. out there. Yeah. It's like, not like you know you're free. <laughs> no, like let's find okay. your family. Like no, there would be some major steps taken. Well, I, let's yeah. just say I'm a scientist, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we make her a sea pen, like somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, right? Yeah. Then keep her there for like um, maybe a couple weeks. Then when L Pod comes by. After they're done hanging out in Monterey again, <laughs> <laughs> then you slip her into the pod. So that's the tricky thing. But how do you do that? You just like I drop have her off. Two concerns because one, we don't really have a good read on where L Pod's been going the last few years. Um, like 
especially since that last whale died from having that dorsal tag on because they're one of the ones that roam the coast a lot based on the satellite tag data the other thing is the prey situation the food situation like oh yeah who would feed her yeah i mean she probably could still figure out how to capture live food because she was like raised up there and if you really think but about the they might bring her situation food though is so dire right now yeah that is that even fair yeah exactly are we exactly yeah, I was just true. about to say do we yeah. want to put her in that situation you're right like, maybe i don't because one it's like one more mouth to feed and she probably gets fed way better not being yeah you know i mean in this particular situation yeah overall we've all spoke our piece about how we feel about no, captivity I... but i don't think it's fair to put her out there right now with the way the situation is in true Northwest. yeah all right, change my mind. No pants. <laughs> it's yeah. It's just Slater science is out. Very, <laughs> very difficult. Yeah, it's it's a heart. You know, it's a really heartbreaking situation. Like I wish we had. It a would be a cool story though, right? Like yeah. you imagine she joins L Pod. She actually says, "Hey, the salmon's right here," and then you know they live a happy <laughs> life. We can make a we can make a new whale movie about it. Yeah. yeah. There's another famous killer whale, Luna. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard the name. But That's a sad know. story too. Yeah. Okay, no more sad stories. What are yeah, the, a lot a, of them are sad. What about another humpback? Is there any other humpbacks? Um, not ones that not have, a sad one. Not know. ones that have died. Uh, I'm trying to think. If we yeah, I mean, obviously we we have our usual humpback whales over here. I wouldn't say they're famous, you know, like yeah. chompers and black rakes and Fran over here, you know, and train wreck, angry bird, and oh, we can go on and I on. Know that's really cool. Uh, and I've seen it, I feel like, for sure one time, but I think two times. Um, I think both times, I want to say, like, on the, Catal- on the way to Catalina, bottlenose, offshore bottlenose dolphin with one common dolphin. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it the same one? Do you have photos? I don't know. No, I wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get weird about, I was just on the boat. I probably didn't even know about cameras in. We get weird stuff one? like that. Have you seen Scarback? I know you have. Have you seen Scarback? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've all seen Scarback the gray whale. Okay, but wait. Why would they have a common dolphin? I don't know. They t- they hold it captive? Yeah. Or you think, <laughs> or you think it, got, it like got lost and they like, just picked it up? Like, come here, friend. You need to. I don't know. I just needed maybe companionship. It's like, oh, you guys look dolphinish. I lost my pod. <laughs> well, we got that one. I still think that's really cool. A few weeks ago, we had that humpback, and everyone noticed it for a few days. We had uh, a lone bottlenose hanging out with humpbacks oh, out yeah. here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Eric and I were on the boat together. It was just one bottlenose. Oh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, we talked okay. about that for sure. Yeah, we did. Um, okay, so now what did you guys want to say after Scarback. The... Scarback, Scarback, yes. She's a very famous whale. She feeds off of the coast of Oregon in Depot Bay where they um, pulled the mysid shrimp off the kelp there. And she has a asymmetrical wound on her back, um, they think from an exploding harpoon. So Scarback is a good example that I talk to people about how there's whales alive today that lived through whaling. And yet still are very boat tolerant. Like Scarback has close encounters with those little zodiacs up in Depot Bay, like fairly often, like once or twice a season. She'll like have a pretty close encounter with a boat, and she's and she seems to be okay with it. I think she had. Did she have a calf, or she was pregnant? She's or had something? calves. Mm-hmm. I yeah. messaged the first time I think I ever talked to you. I messaged you on Facebook because you had a drone video of her. Oh, and you're asking and for your like, probably I, for your for Jim. Yeah. yeah, because I was like, she looks really wide. Um, she might be pregnant. So they think it was an exploding harpoon, and the reason yeah. why they think that is because, or no, the last people to have exploding harpoons was in Russia, I think, though. They were the last people to use them. She, so they, Jim thinks that she stays off the Oregon coast because she physically cannot migrate the full migration. Mm. So she may have been a Russian 
gray yeah, whale. That, she may that, have been an East Pacific gray whale before then, but she cannot make that big journey anymore because she does have some debilitation from the injury. That's interesting. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Huh. So she like found they, a place that has food. This year? And, um, I feel like they did. No. Yes. Someone did maybe. I thought they saw her southbound. I want to say Southern California did. I've seen her southbound. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen the same whales twice northbound. I've, you know the northbound like, gray whale migration is so scattered. Like yeah. it happens in such a long, drawn out phase. I think, especially yeah. us for in Southern California, we do have some that, uh, especially they're in southbound. A lot of people don't think, I mean, we always know our gray whales as coastal whales, but they'll go b- back there behind, oh, yeah. behind Catalina too. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like. Oh, the first part of the migration, we're like going like 10 or 11 miles out. Like we used to always say, just go straight out and then yeah. they eventually, because they come in along the island and then they bend yeah. it in right at Dana Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Newport kind of gets like dusted on the first part of that migration. Well, that's yeah. kind of like Santa Cruz on the southbound migration, right? Like they're pretty widely scattered coming down past the Farallons. And then they funnel in at Point Pinos because there's kind of like the bend in the coastline there too. How many? Like it's crazy because how many passed away this year? But we saw there was days in the beginning of this migration that was like 45 a trip. Oh, yeah. Like the ACS trip. trip was like 60 whales in two hours. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was nuts. There's a lot of gray whales. I'm just wondering if the populations are going to just kind of be shuffled up or we're going to see increases in that Pacific feeding group. You know, I wonder if the whales are going to catch on. Yeah. Thinking, hey, there might be better food here. You know, I'm yeah, not going to go that know. far north. I mean, the ocean conditions the last five years have just been so out of whack in the yeah, California currents. It's, that it's like anything goes at this point. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how it goes. You guys know any other famous whales? No. On the top. There's a lot more, yeah. Just... If you have a famous... Oh, Fungi. We talked about Fungi with Eva. Yeah, He's that, a remember dolphin. Remember the audio? The audio is kind of messed oh, up. Oh, yeah. So Fungi's a, a dolphin that's seen around um, the Dingle Peninsula in Ireland. And Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know this animal. He's like in his 40s, I think. He's a bottlenose dolphin. And he showed up um, decades ago by himself. And he used to, like, people could swim out from the harbor and swim with him. Yeah. He used to be, like, super tolerant. Now, I mean, he'll you see him with the boats almost every day, but he's, like, they say he's a little D- more grouchy. Doug actually was telling me about Fungi, yeah. I yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. He's a famous dolphin. That's cool. But, yeah, if you guys know other ones, send them to us. We'd love to hear about them. I think that kind of stuff's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, you know who we forgot about? Who? Winter. Oh, yeah. Uh the bottlenose? Yeah. Did yeah. you watch that movie too? Dolphin Tale. <laughs> One and two. <laughs> actually, I saw oh yeah, the... Hope and Winter. Yeah, I, I saw it on the I saw it on the plane actually. I think Did you really? the second one I saw on the plane. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Prost- With Morgan Freeman's in it, yep. right? Prosthetic yeah. flukes. Any movie Morgan Freeman's in is usually a pretty good movie too. <laughs> like Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. <laughs> Those are good movies. I'm a are. Morgan Freeman fan. All right, we're starting For to lose sure. track of whales. Yes, this, we are. This is when we have to end the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we can't talk about whale movies. Start you know? getting wild. <laughs> whale movies, whale books. Maybe that'll be another topic. We should just do whale movies. Even though we feel like or we covered like a lot Or just like whales in popular culture. Or when you finish your, finish your book, we're going to do whale uh, book reviews, you know? Yeah. There are some good ones out there. But yeah, if you know other famous whales or dolphins, send them to us. It's always yeah. fun to hear about that kind or of stuff. Or any other topic matters you want to... Yeah. Yeah, send us some yeah. topics, you guys. I feel like we've been just doing a lot of trip reports and stuff mm-hmm. lately and yeah. just some random guests here and there. Um, but we'd love to hear some more topic ideas. For sure. We're going to end this right here, you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. 
um, on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. I was just looking at all the stats of the day. Uh, we have tons and tons of listeners, so that's really yeah. awesome. And thank you to our Patreon follower. If you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash whale nerds. It's in our bio on our um, Podbean site as well. And on our Instagram. And if you guys don't Instagram. follow us on Instagram, it's whale nerds. And thanks so much for listening. Thank all right. you. Thanks, everyone.